When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes, Have Some Toy Anxiety. My name is Craig Goldberg. Welcome back to the show. We are not live this week. We will return live again at some point. But I'm excited to be talking to Ryan, a partner in this toy anxiety experiment that I think is going pretty well. I would give it a 10 out of 10. 10 credits, as we say on Midnight Man Down. Uh, but we've been busy lately. Uh, Ryan, how are you doing? We've done a lot of podcasting, a lot of midnight mandoing, a lot of Monday mandoing. Yeah. <laughs> Mandalorian is taking over our life. Uh, how, how are you feeling with everything? Oh, dude. Every day is like, it's not quite Christmas, but like, thanks to like Mando Mondays. Yeah. It's like an advent calendar. It's like a countdown. <laughs> yeah. And like, we open up our, our servers you know, our screens, whatever, your phone, whatever you're using on yep. a Monday morning. And you get to see where your money is going. Right. Like, how am I going to lose money today? Yes. And it's like this, like, vacuum that just sucks up your cash. Right. And, and, you, and you take a look at it. You just, you get excited. Yeah. There's these cool announcements and all this stuff where you went, like, a year ago. Or not, no, it wouldn't be a year ago. It would be less than a year ago, but almost a year ago. And you would have been... I want that as an action figure, and now we're getting it. Now it's coming. Now it's time. Now, now we got to put up or shut up. Yeah, Hasbro and, was uh, like, uh, "We made eleven million dollars on the Razor Crest. Give them one vintage collection figure." Yes, <laughs> and let's make sure it has nothing to do with anything. How about <laughs> a snaggletooth? Uh, no, they, we will be getting more Mandalorian. Uh, vintage collection figures for sure uh absolutely and i I got it and i have a feeling too it's going to be mostly mando oriented and i I can't remember when they said the shipment the shipping date was for the razor crest well it's not for a year Uh, it's not till fall of next year so there's a lot of time to prepare yeah so we could end up getting everything we don't even know yet like wait till san diego comic-con rolls around next year (laughs) and uh i think uh man now, what's Dude, depressing is, burial. you know, I was thinking about it yesterday, and uh, we're going to see this Snyder Cut movie before we see the new Ghostbusters movie, which is insane that, that that's a, a reality that we're all facing. Well, I shouldn't speak for, for Ryan. There's no guarantee that you're going to watch the Snyder Cut when it's released, but <laughs> the amount of fodder we will gain from uh, just the content uh, that we'll be able to create uh, once the <laughs> the black and white Snyder cut comes out or wh- whatever they're doing. But the I hope we. Cut? <laughs> I hope we don't. Uh, I hope we get to see Ghostbusters Afterlife prior to receiving our Razor Crests. Uh, that that's that would be nice, but uh, that you know? that would be nice. I think it would be. I think Ghostbusters Afterlife would be a great lead-in to receiving a giant box. 
yeah. with a razor crest in it. I think great. that would be a great lead up. I can't think of a better lead up to Star Wars than more Ghostbusters. <laughs> and Quote of the night. <laughs> and that's that's what I want in my life. Yeah. I can't you know, give me give me Wonder Woman eighty four at Christmas time. Well, you're getting it. And I'm getting it. <laughs> Christmas so, Day. You don't even I have mean, to. Here, dude, Christmas morning, you're going to flip on that tea kettle. And as soon as that whistle blows, you're going to be off in your invisible jet. <laughs> dude, you don't even know. You don't even know. I'm going to get, like, specialty tea. Like, I'm going to get, like, candy cane tea. Because that exists up here. Because we, like, we make tea out of, like, Anything. gummy coca-cola bottles right. and shit that's fucking great <laughs> i and if you, you laugh but this, this that's an actual thing i'm not and laughing at you. you know but you're laughing near me and i i like that so you know it's uh i'm excited i'm excited about that i get to wake up we can do we can record uh you know our toy anxiety christmas morning christmas morning edition okay i like that yeah, of us opening our opening our gifts you well, know i'm Here's a spoiler. Spoiler alert, folks. I'm sending Craig and Abby a gift. Oh, thank you. And I'm and I am sending them one, so that they can open it, just for that special episode because it is on a Saturday. So, well, I, mean, I hope it's similar to the gift that I received from you this week, that was far more valuable than I was even expecting. And now I'm I'm. <laughs> Uh, it feels almost like I don't even know how to react, and they're gonna have to. We're gonna do oh, some exchange so of money. It, feel? <laughs> it feels good. We're gift givers. People don't even know. People don't, no, they don't. even know. Listen, I think as a podcaster, um, you know, one of the greatest gifts I ever received as a podcast listener was that one fateful Thanksgiving. Had to be nine years ago at this point, eight years ago, where CM Punk sat down with Colt Cabana and had his long shoot interview. Wait, that was nine years ago? Whatever it was. It had to be oh. at least seven, seven, eight, nine years ago. Whatever it was. Uh, 2000. It was probably 2014. 2000. No, it had to be like 2013. So, so more wow. than five years ago. But I remember it, they dropped it on Christmas Day. And just to have this wonderful content to consume, I feel like we should be provided. Now, we can't do a, a CM Punk shoot interview. I mean, maybe no, we no, could. maybe we can. Maybe we maybe can. We can. Uh, maybe we can. I maybe maybe I'll shoot on Toys R Us Canada. There well, you go. There you go. You know, now, we'll I, never I, know. We are working. Uh, Gerald Briscoe is going to do YHS in the next couple of weeks. I'm making it happen, uh, and that's just going to be fun. I don't know if it's going to drop on Thanksgiving, but maybe we'll make it that. But uh, anyways, I, I think we've got some good stuff coming up. Uh, love the holidays. It's been quite a year. I'm very happy with what's going on with YHS, and I, I love doing Toy Anxiety. So. Uh, but yeah, I just, I, it's this Snyder cut thing. And then wonder woman announcing today that it's going to be on Christmas day, HBO max, which listen, a lot more people are going to see wonder woman than I think would have. So that's a, that's a good thing. Um, yep. but, uh, but yeah, Do you I don't think know. They're, uh, well, I know it's more of a YHS conversation, but I, I, I think, but this conversation got brought up at work and it's, some of you know, for any of you new listeners out there, I do work in film. Uh, and a lot of us were talking about this whole thing of Wonder Woman being released on HBO Max and how that's going to change, how that might change things, seeing as Mulan did really well. If right. this does really well, we don't know how this is going to affect theaters moving forward. Right. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's going to be pretty 
interesting to see how it does. And like, and did Warner Brothers have other plans coming down the road that they can't, you know, sleep on? Right. And I think that was another thing too. Like, maybe they're well, just pushing this one out just to kind yeah. of get it out. Well, because MCU is going through something where, you know, this was the first year in in since two thousand eight there was no MCU content, and. I mean, what, what was the last MCU-related property? I guess it would have been Far From Home, right? Spider, Spider-Man. Yeah, but I think so, this works. I think this year off for MCU is perfect. Yeah. But uh, you could be right that they, they've got other plans. You know, they're developing this Flash movie and, and you know, everything else that they've got. They've got Suicide Squad coming out later this year. And, and I'm sure that, you know, they need to get Wonder Woman out uh, eventually. And uh, the way the, the, you know, not to get into anything too serious, but... Uh, there's been some really positive developments in medicine and vaccines and things of that nature this week. Um, so I'm very optimistic that uh, sooner rather rather than later, we will be uh, back in theaters watching movies the way they're meant to be watched on our iPhones in the bathrooms at the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how I do it. So, um, well, listen, what, let's get into some toy anxiety. That's why we're here. God damn it. We're here to talk about toys. Now, before we get into um, our, our, you know, we, we can flip around the, the order a little bit. I, I've been doing some rearranging in the toy room and uh, I get, I get very, uh, I get very consumed with the notion of running out of space. We refer to that as space danger here at Toy Anxiety. And uh, it's happening more and more where I'm running out of <laughs> detoff room. I'm trying to consolidate. I'm combining squares. I'm, you know, making cuts, I'm selling some stuff because we've got all of these lines that we collect. We've got Black Series, we've got Vintage Collection, we got G.I. Joe, Power Rangers, Masters of the Universe, all this modern stuff, plus all of the vintage stuff we like to collect, all the Batman stuff and everything else, all the NECA Back to the Future. There's just a lot happening right now in toys. But um, I bought something uh, earlier this week. And uh, it won't be here for a couple of weeks, but I did want to talk about it a little bit. I There was this auction for Bill and Ted uh, Face the Music where they auctioned off all this production use stuff. And I, I don't really get into, this isn't really toys. And I don't really do a lot of screen used props and that kind of stuff because it's very expensive. And it's not a road that I have any, I don't I don't. I'm going to say no business going down, but it's, I don't have the money to go down that road, but I did pick up something that I thought was cool um, from the Bill and Ted auction. So I am clearing out some room in one of my Detoff squares to have a nice little dedicated Bill and Ted. You know, I've got my Bill and Ted Kenner action figures and under that I will have my Bill and Ted NECA figures and then some of this stuff that I got in this auction. But it kind of got to me thinking. So hold on, let me grab this real quick. As I was cleaning out one of my Detoff squares, I came across a couple things that I had. For, there's these three things that I had that I need a dedicated Detoff dedicated to one of my favorite people in the world. And it just dawned on me that that person is Dan Aykroyd. Now, oh, what right. I'm holding, I remember when you got those. Right. So what I'm holding right now is a, a Mint on Card uh, Beldar Conehead action figure. And I also have... Um, Primat as well, mint on card. Uh, and it got me thinking it would be really cool to have a Detoff square dedicated to Dan Aykroyd. I've got some signed 
Dan Aykroyd ghost. I've got a Ghostbusters DVD signed by Dan Aykroyd. I could get a crystal head vodka bottle. I really want the rainbow patterned crystal head vodka bottle. I could put it in yep. there. And of course the centerpiece, which I don't even know if I ever talked about on YHS. So we can talk about it today. One of my favorite collectibles, my playboy <laughs> magazine. What is this? August 93 featuring <laughs> Beldar Conehead, Dan Aykroyd himself, and Pamela Anderson right on the cover. At one time, this was a very rare issue of Playboy. Went for hundreds of dollars. I paid pennies on the dollar. I think I got this for $12 on eBay. I'm not going to flip through it. You can only imagine what's on the inside. But I did want to let everybody know. There's some good articles, I bet. (laughs) There's some good articles. And, uh, uh, you know, no cone defacement, I hope. And uh, yeah, I, I really, uh, I really want a Dan Aykroyd shelf, and I think that um, this will be a centerpiece of said shelf. And I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to show that off here on Toy Anxiety. Let me just, let me see. So, anyways. Oh, dude. Um, no, I mean, I'm, I'm a collector. Look, you put a Ghostbuster on a magazine, I'm gonna buy it. Hey, it doesn't think, and yeah. I have to ask me twice. I'm gonna buy that thing. Um, so, uh, but yeah, what I'm saying is I'm going to have a Dan Aykroyd shelf. I'm very excited about it. So, cool. um, that, but Ryan, have you been doing any rearranging in your toy room, preparing for things like the razor crest and, and all sorts of stuff that we got coming in the next year? Um, I have been actually, believe it or not, I got a whole wall that I'm going to be putting like floating shelves on Yeah. that I wanted to do just for, cause I know the Sentinels coming. Yeah. I've got a razor crest coming. Yeah. These are not small items. Right. Uh, and I also have something else coming, which we'll talk about when it arrives. Okay, cool. That's Very also cool. fairly big. Yeah. So now it comes down to, uh-oh, I'm in space danger. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm in so, space danger. We need a little so bit holding, of music for the space danger. I was kind of hoping they have it ready by, you know, this week already. Yeah. But we kind of went on some kind of lockdown in our in the province that i live in okay where they actually don't want you leaving your neighborhood right they were like we're not going to shut things down but we we're going to put a travel ban (laughs) as far as like don't even leave your own neighborhood right right like just and if they just want to do it for two weeks just don't go anywhere right if you're unless you're essential right you have to go to work and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so i am going to do as dr bonnie says because she's awesome and it's smart to listen to her. Yeah. So going to do that for some hoping not this weekend, next weekend, I'll be picking those up, doing some setups and, uh, I can't wait. Yeah. I, I'm excited. Well, you know, rearrange, I, this was a really big year for me and my, my collecting. I, I was able to kind of envision, I had the time and, uh, some of the finances to be able to get my toy room into what I envisioned it always being um i was really fortunate to move into this house a couple years ago and finally have hardwood floors and uh you know one of the problems with when you have a toy room that's carpeted with shelves in there it's really hard to keep things steady and even and if you have a detolf on a carpet and you walk by it it can you know it's just one of those things um so i was lucky to have the hardwood floors and was able to invest in the shelves that i wanted and really kind of you know, I feel like I upped my collecting game. Now what I'm doing is I'm, I'm not, I'm definitely not taking time off. I will never say I'm taking time off from buying toys, but I am slowing down 
and assessing where my collections are at, what is bringing me happiness, what is bringing me joy, and trying to mentally prepare for this coming year where there are multiple ongoing lines that I am collecting that are releasing figures on a very regular basis. And I need to make sure that I'm still fully in on that. Um, and I believe I am on all the lines that I mentioned earlier, but there's certain things that you pick up here and there that are fun for a moment. And then maybe you don't have that much passion about them and you can move on from them and put them in another collector's home. It's all part of toy collecting. It's fine, but yeah, you're just readjusting your focus. That's all. Collecting focus is a big thing we talk about a lot. And, uh, so, but what I'm preparing for next year is Ghostbusters because, you Ghostbusters is always going to be my number one, no matter what. If if they're gun to my head, somebody said get rid of all of your Star Wars stuff, or you can't buy another Ghostbusters item in your life. Unfortunately, I would select. For, unfortunately, for Star Wars, I would pick Ghostbusters because it is my number one fandom. Star Wars is right there, neck and neck, close behind. But um, that's a. I don't know if that's a hot take or not. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying one is better than the other. I'm just saying it's my my number one. Like we all have. Yeah, our, our, no, I get know, that. Our passion. Yeah, I get that. You know, um, but anyways, uh, there's a lot of Ghostbusters stuff coming out next year. There will be more plasma series. There will be uh, this entire Hasbro line, the kids focus line, really cool. The fright features, um, all the stuff we saw at Toy Fair last year, and I plan on picking up a large majority of all of that once it starts hitting stores and. Uh, yeah, I just got to make sure I have the room and uh, so I can display stuff uh, appropriately. Um, and it kind of got me thinking about that new Lego Ecto-1. Uh, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that, Ryan. What What is your opinion on this new release? I'm not a big Lego person in general. I do have nothing but respect for the Lego collecting hardcore community. And I, I think it's really cool and I'll probably end up getting it eventually. But it was not a day one purchase for me. Uh Definitely not for me, uh, though I do enjoy Lego, like smaller sets. Like the Ecto-1 set was nice. I have like even, I think, the carbon freezing chamber. Just kind of... Uh, <laughs> now, you know, is there I have, Lego like, hallways? Do, do, are there Star Wars Lego hallways I could invest in? I don't think there is. Oh. But <laughs> We know it's yet. coming then. Just, just, yeah, not yet. Uh, the guys yeah, from Hasbro are going to call Lego like, guys, but we've like, got an idea for you. Have you considered hallways? So before I started at... Uh, you know, working at Sony where I am now, I was working at other studios that were a lot more stressful, let's say. And so that's when I caught myself buying the most amount of Lego because I would usually use that as like a way to calm myself down when I get home. Oh. Like I'm just gonna build some Lego and have some noise. Yeah. And have some tea and just relax. Cause like right. I would come back so wound up. Right that I needed something where with now I don't need that as much. So I haven't bought any like Lego in a long time. There's definitely uh, a, um, uh, a psychological component. Uh, it can be very nice to de-stress and, and put your focus in on building a Lego set. I do see the, the, uh, the perks in that. And I think a lot of people who build Lego would say it, it's definitely something they use uh, to, to calm down. Yeah. So when they announced this, I thought it was awesome, but I know, like Lego collectors. Like I know a couple and you know, the, the, the cars are a big thing, right? Like, cause they come out with like the Porsches and Ferraris and all that kind of yeah, stuff. This so is more like just... the, the, the kind of the black series of Lego, like a collect all adult collector focused. Uh... Yeah, absolutely. And on top of that too, it's like even still different than the Batmobile they came out with. Cause the Batmobile and even the Batwing as even I 
I don't think they're still the same scale because they still come with minifigures. Okay. And this is these ones are not meant for minifigures. Right. Right. At all, uh, because they are. It is definitely there to have as a display piece in your office. Right. Like that's like right. that's for that Lego collector where it's like this doesn't go in the living. This well it might go in the living room. But it's not. But, you for know, play. it's like a. You're not going to play. It's with definitely it. something you put in a home office right. or a computer room or like even your work office. Just kind of be like, it's it's a show off piece. It's and impressive it's a flex too. too because you know they're not cheap. It's Lego, right? So right. I mean, two hundred bucks, two hundred bucks American or U.S. Yep, whatever we are. Uh, right. It's not it's not crazy expensive, but I mean it's expensive enough. Yeah, but but it is uh, a collector focused piece, and it's very impressive. And um, I, I've had that FOMO all week because I said I'm not going to buy it day one. I will get it eventually. But seeing everybody, seeing GB Max putting his together, um, Eric Reich from Ghost Core did a, uh, a whole rundown of the the production of it with uh, Jason from Ghostbusters News, and that was right. great. That that was really well worth watching because to me, the most exciting stuff is the behind the scenes. How did this get made? What went into it? You know, what were those conversations like? Um, I, I really well. I if could... you see his Lego collection, you could totally see him being like, "I'm getting this. <laughs> yes. This is getting made." Yes. I don't care if the, I don't care if these other dorks don't get <laughs> extreme right. Ghostbusters plasma series. <laughs> I am gonna get my yeah. my Lego Ecto yeah. one. You know like, what? That's just it, right? And I love that. I love that. <laughs> Good for good yeah. For that. Kudos good to for, him. Yeah. Kudos, like that's jealous, really funny. Lord that. knows, I would be getting Plasma Series Extreme Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. With a yeah. deluxe, you know. Oh, imagine Gary. if I if I somehow was a decision maker on like Hasbro's Black Series team. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, dude, everyone would be getting a different Kitty Pride every week if it was not <laughs> <to> me. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I know. I'd be doing like uh, I'd be like, all right, guys. So holiday Ewoks, where are they, and why am I not holding them? Oh. Yet? Dude, I would just start making it like a whole thing where it's like year-round holiday well, figures. I have the Padme Easter dress collection. <laughs> this is going to be amazing. Can we please just, get okay? Can we please get just, more Padme figures? Can oh, we? Abs- Dude, Queen Amidala for sure. And that is like her be- episode two dresses. Come on, just do it. And on top of that, I just thought of something. Yes. If they do Easter, yes, then they have to come with an egg. That's an actual like works as a blind bag, but okay. when you open it, you get like you don't know what kind of accessory you get. You don't know if you're gonna get like you know a pastel colored pour right. or anything like that. You don't you don't know. So I think I think there's an opportunity in Black Series that they haven't capitalized on yet. And Wait I, I kind of I'm just kind of going off the cuff here, but why isn't you know I'm trying to rack my brain. They don't do two packs for Black Series. They do it for uh, Marvel Legends and they do it for Power Rangers. I think there's some opportunity. Don't you want a uh, you know dressed down blue Padme uh, with with little baby Annie in the Tatooine desert? Don't you want that Dude, two pack? I want the two pack of um, episode Attack <laughs> of the Clones. Uh, I want Dex and yeah. Obi Wan. But they did two packs before. They did Greedo and Obi Wan. They did the Greedo Obi Wan, and then so, but earlier, that was like 
That was like 40 years ago, right? We're talking it was a like long time the release. Ago. Of, it was right after yeah, New Hope came out. And it was then, right um, after New Hope came out. <laughs> yeah, but, but they did the Forlom and Zuckus thing this year. Those were repacks. But I'm, I'm kind of talking about the more traditional box set two-pack that you see all the time with Marvel Legends. Yep. And let's face it, it would be a really good way to to at least reuse, you know, one like they, if they did a new two pack with like a new Padme figure and then reuse like the Anakin they already have from episode two with like maybe a slightly updated paint job or something like, I feel like I like to think, Dude, I'm a, you know, the, he comes with floating pairs. <laughs> he has like the hand with the pair. Oh, oh dude. dude. Oh, oh, my heart. Dude. I want that. Or, um, yeah, like Dex and Obi-Wan come, coming up to mind. Um, <laughs> Ray and Kylo Ren in last Jedi when they're back to back. Yeah. I think that would be yeah. a great opportunity for a uh, because we need a new Kylo Ren anyways. Right. With the God, mask, there's so the many mask. there's so many sequel right? trilogy figures we we still need. We need an update. So the crate what I'm excited about is the the Black Series crate Luke is coming. It's been announced but it's been announced but not officially officially announced. We haven't seen pictures of it yet. But the the crate Luke is coming. Um it's a shame to me that we have not gotten the General Leia or the the updated version of of Luke Skywalker from Force uh, not Force Awakens from the Last Jedi, uh, the one we have the face is just not it's just pre uh, photo real technology. Uh, the the um, older Han Solo figure from Force Awakens uh, it doesn't have the photo real technology, but it's a pretty good sculpt. Like they did a good job right. on that. But um, you know we've but, talked I about. I mean, it even a lot. Luke when he's like doing his fishing and stuff like that, like yeah. give me that Luke that comes with a fish, <laughs> just a giant fish and a huge and like spear. a jug of milk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I uh, there's a lot. It'll be interesting to see. You know, that's so Mandalorian focused. I'm I'm looking at my Black Series shelf right now. It's so Mando focused right now that I don't know when the opportune time to revisit some of those missed characters will be like, I want another Jin Erso figure that looks good. I want an updated Poe Dameron. Um, but, uh, I well, guess time will tell if we get, if that, um, what is that show going to be called with K2 and Cassian? Yeah. The Cassian Andor show. Yeah. I'm not sure what it's going to be called, but yeah. Right. Like, I mean, that would be a good time to, uh, you know, if they can't, if it's going to be super secretive, like Mandalorian was, right. I mean, there's no better, reason to or you know better avenue to start opening up opening up jesus i can't speak today uh <laughs> to re-release yeah to re-release um rogue one figures yeah well we know the archive collection is ongoing and there's the opportunity to to re-release those and then uh you know the k2so black series figure is incredible that's one of the best like they did such a good job on it i remember when toys r us was going out of business here in the states uh listen to me in the states you could tell you hang out with somebody well. from Canada. I've never <laughs> once referred to it as in the States in my life, but uh, you could, I, I thought about army building K2SOs. Honestly, there was tons of them, but uh, that's a great figure. You should have, that would have yeah. been awesome. So, um, but yeah, I, I think uh, black series is going to be one of my, will remain one of my, my focuses. Um, now we should let people know that as we gear up towards the end of the year, by the way, we will be doing some sort of figures of the year awards, uh, we'll, we'll have to come up with our categories and let people vote. Um, and, uh, you know, there's been some great releases this year. There's also been some duds we'll be able to talk about too. Cause you gotta be honest. Yeah. Be honest. Gotta, um, gotta have some raspberries in there. It's yeah. And good. then we'll do peg warmer of the year. 
Uh, oh, dude. Let, real quick, yes. let's talk about peg warmer of the year. Let's who, who, do. We need some early candidates. Now, let me preface this by saying just because it's a peg warmer does not mean it's a bad figure. It just isn't selling. It's sitting on the, the stands or sitting in the aisles of, of Walmart uh, or Target. And uh, I've well, got a funny couple... you say stands because I would say Ray stands from the Plasma Series. <laughs> I think. The Ray Stance Plasma <laughs> Series is going to be a finalist. Um, Gray Beast from the Marvel Legends Retro Series. I will also put the uh, Marvel Legends uh, movie series Domino as a peg warmer of the year. Oh, I was going to say Mystique. Both of <laughs> that should have been a two-pack. Um, that... <laughs> both amazing figures. I love Rebecca Romain Stamos, and I love Zazie Beats. Uh, but for whatever reason, those figures are not moving yeah, um, I find that weird too. Like, I'm not collecting the movie figures, but yeah. I've been tempted to get the the Deadpool stuff because yeah. I mean, it Deadpool looks is awesome. But because they made Cable a Walmart exclusive, I kind of just gave up because I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to start getting these if I can't get Cable. Fuck it. I'm yeah. Not, no. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not going to dive in. And we'll, we'll, but watch this weekend. I'm going to end. <laughs> You're going to have that cable figure. There's yeah, going to yeah. be a Megasonic Deadpool two pack in my yard or something. I'm trying to think which Black Series or Vin- you know Vintage Collection really is never peg warmer. Although, um, no, because people are buying them just to prove that people buy them. Right. I, but I can find that Captain Rex anywhere I want to, like right now. Cause it's uh, same with the odd enough out here, the clone trooper, like yeah. just the plain white clone trooper. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Cara Dune is a, uh, she's warming them pegs pretty hard. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, uh, the, you can find the Cara Dune, uh, vintage collection exclusively on uh, parlor.com. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the... so we're going to go there. You're gonna go All there. right. All right. Uh, is that what, I don't even know what parlor.com and, uh, it's pretty cool that they're having like, like a website exclusive uh, figure there. That's yeah, going to be nah, like the good. Ollie's or big lots. Like all the car dude figures are going to go to parlor. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Oh, I can get her. Oh, look at this. An exclusive John Tesh. This is great. Basketball. Oh my God. Oh God. We've crossed so many lines that's fine we did and that's okay yeah we're I'm having fun uh, that's what it's all about folks is having fun so um i know we're all over the place we kind of had no plan tonight but i'm i'm enjoying this conversation yeah was, same here i was racking my a- brain trying to figure out what would be the black series peg warmer of the year i'm trying to think oh what I- what's her face lando's daughter that we didn't know was lando's daughter until you bought the book <laughs> uh. Jana. Yeah, Jana, I, I don't see her. Warmer. I don't see her as much. Um, I mean, really, the the Rise of Skywalker figures weren't distributed very well at all. You know what I see oddly enough a lot is the 40th anniversary Empire Strikes Back Leia figure, and that is an amazing really? figure. Okay, because we don't get any of her here. In fact, those uh, I would say here in Canada, yeah. it's different. The one that's a peg warmer here is the ATAT driver. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> easily my least favorite trooper in any star Wars series is the AT driver. I just and don't... it's so funny when they released that. Cause I just got like the regular black series one Yeah, for like six 99 on discount. Yeah. So you know, it was like, what? Oh, okay. Well, I'm good. You know, it's a cool <laughs> figure is the updated snow trooper with that's got a little bit of a, a, a kind of a, a patina on him. Look, there's little yeah. brown spots. 
that's a great figure. I love snow troopers. Um, same here. So, yep. or I should say classic snow troopers. Don't get me started on, on first order trooper design. I'm not, dude, I am not a helmet snob. Okay. I'm not a hob <laughs> snob, but I don't do not like the, the true, the updated trooper design and, and call it, yeah, those... call me a gatekeeper. I don't care. I, I don't think you'd be your gatekeeper for that. I just think that you're, I, dude, it's because you're not gatekeeping. You're not telling anybody they can't like Star no, Wars if they like those helmets. I, oh, okay. No, well, I'm that's, saying yeah, if okay. you watch The Force you know Awakens what? and say those are clearly better looking stormtroopers, get the well, no, you know, fifty five percent of you know group therapy would probably disagree <laughs> with you. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> hey, I just started the group. It's taken on a, a life form of its own. That's um, true, but I would agree. I don't think those helmets are great. I think the the re- the regular first tro- order troop. The first order stormtrooper helmets. Yeah. Uh, I thought they were cool for a hot minute. And right. then Rogue One came out. And then I was like, no, wait. <laughs> I really like the classic troopers a yeah. lot better. Yeah. And it was then, funny like, when Rogue One came out and it was just like, oh, I like this a lot. It's less shiny. Yeah. It's more gritty. And I found that and I found that Disney did come out with a lot of like useless troopers. Yeah. Right. But... Like there was the one in Solo that, that was on the bike, and it was like, oh, what did they call it? It was, and it wasn't even a scout trooper. It should have been a scout trooper, but instead they called it like a patrol trooper. Yeah. And I was like, really, guys? Are we? Are we? <laughs> right. Are, um, are we really scraping scraping the bottom of this bucket here? Uh, I remember when Force Awakens came out. It was all about that flamethrower trooper, and then the uh, the one that had the baton. The that thing, <laughs> traitor. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, Whoop. listen. I like Force Awakens a lot. I love it actually. I watched it the other night. But uh, yeah, I like it so much that I decided to watch A New Hope instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got Force Awakens five year anniversary coming up soon, so we'll have to do a whole episode dedicated to oh, it. Oh man, can you believe Already? that? Well, I want because we're not going to talk about it now, but I do want to get back into your headset, your headset, your mindset. I want to get inside of your headset. Um, I want to know what it was like as a lifelong. I'm a big Star Wars fan. I I love Star Wars. It's a big part of my pop culture life. A big part of look, cutest couple right there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm wearing oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Whatever. Anyways, mine's a brother and sister. Um, but uh. (laughs) You are, I would say, a hardcore, lifelong Star Wars means more to you, more to you than anything. I, I kind of want to know what it was like in your mind going into Force Awakens, what that lead up, what that build up was like. We should probably do a whole episode dedicated to that. Uh, yeah, we can, but I'll, I'll dabble on it quickly. Like, yeah. My expectations were pretty high because uh, I actually didn't, I, I liked, I enjoyed the J.J. Star Trek movies. Yeah. So I was kind of like, okay, like as long as it feels like Star Wars. And he kept talking about, I'm going to use puppets because puppets are Star Wars. <laughs> right. uh, and I was just like, okay, cool, whatever. Because right. I always feel like it's always good to have that balance between visual effects and puppetry. And right. I always find that, that the best of Davy Jones from Pirates of the Caribbean always comes to mind. And so I was kind of like, if it's going <laughs> to be too. anything like that, then this is going to be great. And we got the original cast back. This is going to be great. You, you can't screw this up. And they screwed it up. But that's okay. Uh, it's not okay. I'm still actually always going to be a little salty 
that yeah. and upset that we never got the original cast together in a room at the same time. That was their last chance. And like there's yeah. absolutely and they can't go back. Like there's no way. We're missing Peter Mayhew. We're missing Carrie Fisher. Right. Right? Kenny you, Baker passed away shortly before that. Right. You know, and it you know, and it's kinda like ah, they had everything there. Right. And that's and when you get the whole cast back, after being told for years, for decades, that we were never gonna see them ever again, especially with Harrison Ford, yeah, yeah, I'm not doing those movies again. <laughs> No, I'll do Indiana Jones, but I'm not touching Han Solo. He should be dead. Right? <laughs> right and right. so, uh, you know, so when you're being told that for so long, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, Harrison signed on. Carrie Fisher signed on. Hamill signed. You're just like, right. yeah. So It was almost impossible to meet those expectations. But you got to think if you But all they had did, to do was that. If That's you got those three in a room, the chemistry would have been... I mean, even uh, a flashback scene with some de-aging or something. like. But that's the other thing I don't like about Force Awakens as well. And Last Jedi, they did these flashback scenes. Like, nowhere in the first six chap- like first six episodes right. do they do any sort of flashback. In fact, they, they tell you less to get you thinking more, right? right? It's not like we, they did, like, you know, in Empire Strikes Back, like, that bounty hunter I ran in at Mord Mantell. And they go, oh, quick little flashback. Oh yeah. God! There's that bounty hunter on Ord well, Mantell. We right? don't we don't have to go too deep into it, but I, I I've always maintained that the the biggest issue is that episodes seven, eight, and nine weren't actually episodes seven, eight, and nine because if you think about it, the fall of Kylo Ren, him turning on the Jedi Order and reestablishing the First Order under the tutelage of Snoke, that's a that's the story you want to see. Like what they showed us was like episode 10, 11 and 12. Like there's a whole lot of stuff. There's a whole dude, lot of it was shit. episode. Dude, it was episode. Huh? What? Huh? <laughs> anyway, so we'll, we'll have some fun talking about force awakens. And um, before we move on, cause I do want to talk about weekly pickups as we move along here. I wanted to say thank you to Jake Stevens who joined us last week on toy anxiety. Jake runs from forlom to Zuckus.com. He's a huge Star Wars fan, a toy collector, and really a, a great guy. That was a really fun episode. I, I really enjoyed speaking with him. Yeah, it was fun. Um, so, And you can find that on YouTube and uh, Spotify, wherever you get to your toy anxiety. Um, and a little bit of a, a, a downer note, but we were wishing him the best. Uh, Pixel Dan uh, on Twitter announced that he is dealing with a little bit of, uh, of a health uh, issue. Uh, a Bell's palsy, I believe. Uh, he is reporting it's a, a minor case and should be able to to recover. Uh, but uh, Pixel Dan's the gold standard of toy content on the internet. And uh, I've had him on Yes Have Some, had a great chat with him. He's got his uh, Masters of the Universe book coming out. And Ryan, as a toy fan, toy collector uh, who has ever been on YouTube, uh, Pixel Dan, he, he's the guy. He's, he's really kind of set the standard. He has set a standard, and he's that he's that first name you think of. And I mean, there's right. there's other channels too that are good, but he's become the the bar. Absolutely, and and Dan's a really right? nice guy, and um, so we wish him uh, the best of luck, and uh, health and happiness, and yep. uh, we hope that uh, everything uh, goes well and he pulls through and uh, 
because I'm very excited about his his book. Let's talk about it real quick. He's got this complete yeah. toy guide for Masters of the Universe. It's coming out in January. And uh, that's what I talked to him a lot about when I interviewed him. It covers every single Masters of the Universe release, starting with the original line, whatever year it was, 82, 81, whatever it was, all the way through Snake Mountain is where it stops. Which is crazy because... Snake Mountain isn't even out yet, or it's just hitting now, the Super 7 Snake Mountain. And Masters of the Universe Origins, they're announcing like Wave 4 and 5, so he's going to have to do an update <laughs> about that book already. Like, uh, But uh, that's, that, I feel like that'll be a must-have book uh, if you're a Motu fan. I can't wait, because I, I know I'm missing a few little things for my Eternia playset. Okay. Like just a couple small things like flags and stuff. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be great to have the reference Yeah. to know what to look for and maybe right. fork over that. What is it going to probably be? Like $300 for a flag? Uh, right. You know, but <laughs> right. now, you, you never know. Right? When, so you're not, are you not going to travel back to your parents for Christmas? No, not this okay. year. Not this year. Well, at some that, point we're going to have to have you do toy anxiety live from inside of your attorney. Like just surround yourself with it and Dude, I was thinking this, and this is going to sound like totally ridiculous. So I was hoping to, like, when the Castle Grayskull comes out. Yeah. If that does well, then you know we're going to get an Origin Snake Mountain. It's just right. going to happen. 100%. And so back back home, I would already have the Fright Zone playset and the uh, Eternia. So I'd have to, I would ship my two other playsets over to my parents' place. Okay. And I would do one big setup of all the play sets connected. Yeah. And then put my Origins figures on there. How could you sleep at night knowing that they were in a completely different province? I, that... I, I, <laughs> I, I'm getting stressed uh, thinking about, like, I don't even like that my toys are a couple rooms over, let alone a state away. Oh, uh, they're in good hands. My parents are cool. So they're in good hands. I'm fine with that. Oh, so you're saying your parents might, you know spice things up by playing with uh, the Motu Origins figures. Yeah, I, they probably do, for all, all I know. It's probably why they never got rid of my toys. They're just like, finally, he's moved out. We can play with all this cool shit we got. I love that. Right? Yeah. So, it, you know, uh, but I want to go there and do like a nice big setup and take some photos and yeah, yeah we can good. totally record a podcast with like everything there and... Right. And it's funny, as, as, as much as next year will be a, the year of Ghostbusters for us, really... As far as these toy lines go, Masters of the Universe, two new animated series in production, going to be hitting Netflix next year. Masters of the Universe Origins toy line, the Masterverse toy line, which will probably incorporate... I, I, I can only imagine the rebirth of Masters of the Universe classics will happen at some point. And yeah. uh, it's just, what an exciting time to be a Masters fan. That's re it's really great. So Yeah. Um, oh, dude, it's so like, because right now, like even Masters of the Universe, it's on my focus list for next year. I'm yeah. sure it's on yours as well. Uh -huh. uh, but I love going, like, because up here in Canada, we got Wave 2. But I'm not quite sure everyone, like, I, I don't know if we ever got Orko and Scarecrow up here. And I only say that because they haven't shown up on Facebook Marketplace. You are such a Batman fan. Yeah, you know I why? Am. Because you just subconsciously called Scareglow Scarecrow. Oh and wow! I, and <laughs> I yeah, I did. I probably did. And so it, it, it just <laughs> bleeds out of you. You love, dude. I love Batman. Bat. You really do. I, lo I, I love do. that you I... love it. I get excited about it. <laughs> uh. And so 
like, but they haven't shown up on Facebook Marketplace. And you've right. got all these people like, hey, I've got <laughs> like these un- these figures that are not rare at all. I got these peg warmers and I will trade for an orco and a scareglow. Scareglow, scareglow. I got three Carol Dudes. I can't say it now. I got the parlor exclusive Karen Dude. I'm looking to trade it for a scareglow. Yeah, right. That's, <laughs> that's exactly what's going on. So it's, oh. it has me kind of wondering, like, are these guys just, are they hoarding them and waiting? Or Yeah. Yeah, like it's just, it's, I find it so weird that I haven't seen any anywhere kind of pop up but we got like dude they're gonna be trading faces and it's gonna be trading covid vaccines for those uh scare glows up there yeah (laughs) (laughs) well we know we're gonna get them first yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) i told my my running joke has been that the covid vaccine and uh, they're about to announce it's a walmart exclusive here that's right in america uh super seven is gonna release one that glows in the dark oh Dude, I wasn't gonna get it, but that shit glows. Yeah. Oh my god, that's really. Funny. It's an extra thirty bucks, but the packaging is really cool, and it glows in the dark. <laughs> do I inject it or do I keep it in the package? I don't know. I love the idea of like. Like, do I let it breathe so that I can oh, breathe? Dude, I'm refreshing Walmart.com all morning. Yeah. Fucking exclusives. Jesus. Um. Cool. So, well, listen, we never did weekly pickups. Let's talk about it. Now, you said you, you I had a pretty light week, all things considering. Uh, how about yeah. you? Uh, mine is, is nothing. I had like a nothing week. Nothing week. Uh, a nothing week. Just because, like I said earlier, we're in a, like a little lockdown. Right. So I didn't want to go out and do too much. Right. Uh, I just wanted to do my part. So I'm hanging tight for a little bit. So the first thing I want to talk about now, I didn't grab all of them, but Ryan and I, we kind of let's, let's let people in a little bit behind the scenes. We, Ooh, a little transparency, (laughs) a little transparency. We have an ongoing, uh, I'm going to call it an international trade agreement between Ryan and myself. This is Uh, like a NAFTA for toys. It's toy NAFTA is what this is. And, uh, wait till we join the uh, Paris climate accord. It's going to be great. We're going to be in there. (laughs) We're going to have our black series figures and our, Walmart exclusive. Um, okay. Here's so, my boss man. He's going to help protect us. <laughs> I think what this world needs is a reboot of Captain Planet. When we had Captain Planet, people were recycling. It was cool. Um, okay. So we, we pick stuff up for each other. A lot of times there are toys that are really hard to find in Canada that I can find for you here. We do trades, money moves back and forth. It's very, uh, uh, very fluid, basically. It, it is goes, fluid. Yeah, I fluid. would say so. It goes pretty smooth. It goes pretty smooth. So I had been eyeing the, the beginnings of a Street Fighter G.I. Joe collection for a very long time. Ryan just so happened to have a bunch of mint on card G.I. Joe Street Fighter figures. You sent them to me. You didn't really want to part with these, but you, well, you explained to me why you were willing to let these go. So they weren't being displayed. Okay. And I, I love Street Fighter. If I was going to choose, you know, if I had a top three video game, Street Fighter is definitely in that top three. And uh, Mortal Kombat is in that top three, and I was never able to get the Mortal Kombat figures, the the G.I. Joe-style ones. Uh, you know, and I I had them. I wasn't displaying them. I I do love the art on the packaging, but I also have, like, I have so many Street Fighter art books. Right. Like, ones I bought when I was in Japan, ones that I bought when they released them officially. You know, just, I love Street Fighter. And, uh, but they weren't being displayed, and because I love Street Fighter, 
they needed to be displayed and they needed right. to be displayed by someone who's going to display them properly. Yeah, uh, I and, appreciate well, that. I, Look at you. Look at you. Look at so, behind you there. Look how nice everything's displayed. So um, you sent me five figures. Now, I only grabbed two of them because these are my two favorites. Um, but the, the we've got uh, – well, let me back – for people who aren't familiar, these are part of the – let me go ahead and show off the first one. So the first one is E-Honda, uh, which is absolutely incredible. And uh, these are part of the Street Fighter G.I. Joe subline. So late into the G.I. Joe original vintage run, 81 to 94, I believe it is, something along those lines, um, they had this subline of Street Fighter figures in G.I. Joe. They're they're wonderful. They're colorful. Street Fighter was, if you remember, uh, kind of a, a phenomenon at that time. And this was the Dalsim. I mean, this is great. I love these weirdo characters from Street Fighter. Um, but there's a bunch of figures. I think there's like 12 or 14 of these figures available. And uh, there's vehicles. There's play sets. There's the Waterloo playset, which is a re-release of the the HQ. Uh, then there's the Dragon Fortress. And now one thing is, um, Hasbro did go on to make Street Fighter movie figures as well as Mortal Kombat figures in the same scale. Um, but those lines, though they look extremely similar and reuse a lot of parts <laughs> from the GI Joe figures, they are not officially GI Joe figures so i'm going to attempt to complete a mint on card street fighter 2 gi joe collection and ryan you have set me on my way so thank you i appreciate that you're very welcome and what's really special about that e honda is that he has a body mold that was made brand new for him and no one else has ever no other characters ever had that wow so he's that's why i that's think why he's what that's why he's one of the more rare ones, right. more sought after. Because not normally again, these companies. I mean, they were they were reusing all the Star Wars figures over at uh, at Kenner to to make the Robin Hood figures and everything else. So uh, it's a lot of money invested to to make a new buck. Uh, so, uh, but I, I love those and, and and the Balrog and the Zangief and Chun Li are are great. Uh, Balrog's also just a cool character. By the way, when I was a kid, I was so dumb. Guess who my favorite character was? Just guess, uh, knowing me. Saget? Ken. Oh, Ken. Oh, dude, why are you mocking that? That's my go-to. Ken? He's so Ken's boring. My go-to. He's Ken no, he's not. Boring. Ken works not at the a... mall. Ken works at the pretzel store at the mall. Oh, dude. I'm offended. <laughs> maybe he doesn't. So maybe, maybe I'm just being self-deprecating. Maybe Ken's cool. You guys tell us. Leave us a comment. Who's your favorite Street Fighter character and why? Yeah, and let us know. Ken and my cool? second, yeah, my second choice is uh, Chun-Li. Well, Chun-Li's great. Um, and, uh, oh my God, I'm such a loser. I almost just said dude, Sonya Blade. God, yeah, now I'm so, cross-pollinating. Yeah. Wow, dude. <laughs> no, dude. uh, Guile's great. Blanca's great. They're all great. Oh, dude, you, I'd see, I would have guessed you for a Guile guy. Dude, I was all Way about before that. I guessed you about Ken. I was all because... about that M. Bison life, dude. I love Gomez Adams. Come on now. Yeah. Um, well, let me talk about my other pickup here. Uh, Cause this was one that you and I went back and forth on and I did not decide to get this before I decided to get the razor crest. But now that I've got the razor crest and now that Boba Fett's a thing bigger than ever, he will be. That's how Yoda would say it. <laughs> I got, I gotta be careful. The star Wars vintage collection slave one. Okay, that's way bigger than I thought it was. It's pretty damn big. 
check this out. Now, um, I'm going to set it back down in a second. It does come with a display stand. Um, you can display it uh, that a ways or up ways. Uh, it's got some missiles, really cool details. I haven't even gotten into this thing. You can take off these panels. You can look at the inside cockpit and everything else. Um, but um, so now I did want to say this. This is, hold on. Those range, those are about $150 new. And uh, I kind of have this feeling that it's going to be hard to find at some point in the next year or two because they don't make these vintage collection vehicles for very long and then they go away. This isn't the first. Well, they're sold, they're sold out a lot of places already. Right. Though, too, so I and mean... it's not the first slave one they've ever made. It's not the last slave one they're ever going to make. But this is the vintage collection one that is out now. Obviously, with Mandalorian, uh, we know that just anything Mando related is huge. We've got the tease of Boba Fett returning. Um, but $150 for one vehicle is a lot of money. But I did some eBay searching and I found a deal. The guy for $160 total including shipping i got the now it was used but he sent it with the box it's in perfect condition plus it had all the stickers on i I didn't have to do any of the work which is great for me very lazy and um but it came with some figures so i I can show off uh, those as well now it came with obviously vintage collection boba fett complete now i don't know if this is the original release or the new release it's been released a couple times but uh I, hey, can you uh, flick that cape for a moment? Flick it? Oh, what is that? Oh, dude. <gasps> is that soft? It's so it's... soft. By the oh, way, I need to soft fucking goods. rant. That Beskar armor Black Series Mandalorian is a great figure, but because the cape, the cape isn't soft goods, you can't even have the cape and the rocket pack on simultaneously. It's awful. Oh, that's... That's what we call here in Canada, oh, do garbage. <laughs> I was like, hey, man, how's he going to have the cape on if he can't have his rocket back on, eh? Um, anyways, this is yeah, beautiful. No, he just hugs it. He, hugs <laughs> he it and goes. just holds it in the front here. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> uh, so we've got Boba Fett here. We've got a, a vintage collection um, Han Solo here in his... Uh, now this is not a soft goods coat, but uh, very. But is that Empire or is that Force Awakens? <sighs> um. Oh, I mean, it's got to be Empire. It's not Force Awakens. Look how young he is. But although I don't remember him wearing that jacket in Empire, so <laughs> I don't know what I'm holding. Um, I'm gonna say that's a young Han. Uh, it's not really focusing, yeah, okay. but anyways. All right. I'll hold it back here. <laughs> now can you oh. see it? Can oh, you see perfect. It? There yeah. it is. That's me oh, doing wow. a YouTube video. Hey guys, I just unboxed this uh, Han Solo. Can you see <laughs> it? Come on, focus. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not gonna work. Okay. Um, then I got two of these badass remnant stormtroopers. You know these guys <laughs> clinging onto the Empire for dear life because they can't lose their benefits, kind of thing. Uh, I love these Dude, guys. Dude, you did you get the transport? Not yet, but if I get a few more of these, I'm gonna have to get that transport. I'll be like, pew, pew, oh. Dude, <laughs> I love get it toys right. so much. Get it right now. Let's go online. And get Don't it. you love toys? Dude, they're the best. Oh, God. Okay, cool. And then, Dude, they're so good. I also Hang got, on. Now, this is your, a cool figure. Your Stormtrooper can fight your very own uh, Ryan Dole <laughs> Ooh, pilot. Look at that. Is that a custom? Yeah, it's my own custom. I took an Obi-Wan head and put it on a pilot. <laughs> is that how you view yourself? 
that's the closest I'll get. It's a, if I could look any, if I could look anything like you and McGregor, yeah. I would be like, I wouldn't have this job. <laughs> um, this is the recent release vintage collection, uh, Darth Vader. It does have the the chain and the <gasps> soft. Guns. Oh, soft. Guns. And uh, the removable helmet where you reveal uh, Hayden Christensen. Look at him go. And oh uh, wow! <laughs> no, that is the original. Uh, Darth Vader, uh, but that, that's a cool figure. I like it with the removable helmet. Dude, he could use a hallway. <laughs> Dude, uh, can we get a hallway over here? <laughs> Darth needs to calm down in the hallway. And then um, you're gonna. No, that's where he gets his back to tank. He has his calm down there. We saw that in Rogue One. <laughs> oh my God! Okay, here we go. Um, he's like, uh, Tarkin, why do you look so digital? Uh, look at this guy. Dude, he's got some soft goods going on too. Soft goods, Darth Maul on his, what, what, what's this bike called? I think it's just his speeder bike, yeah. isn't it? Did it have a special name? Uh, I can't remember. The, <laughs> this is Darth Maul coming into Phantom Menace like, about to take this whole franchise over. Everybody in line for Phantom Menace is dressed like me. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Hope okay. I lost all so three we, movies. Let's, let's talk about it. Ooh. This week, you and I decided we were going to watch some. We both, you kind of brought it up, and then I decided to rewatch some. Okay. Of the uh, footage that people recorded and put on YouTube. Yes. Of the uh, Phantom Menace Midnight Madness. No, it was uh, called Triple Force Friday, I believe. <laughs> no, zip it. Midnight Madness. Yeah. Phantom Midnight, Menace. Midnight Madness. Not Midnight Mando. Not Midnight Man, no. Just the madness. Yes. Like Macho Man versus Jake. And then, uh, you know, that people, are they haven't seen the movie yet. So everyone's just buying armloads of toys. Yep. And like, you know, and it's great because everyone, like, you know, at the, the people there, at the FAO Schwartz one, for instance. Right. This is probably, when did Phantom Menace come out? May. 1999. May 10th. So this was like two- May May like a week, 3rd. Me, like a couple days, maybe a week before Phantom Menace came out. They did the big midnight stores open. Yeah. Oh, dude, and I love it. It's like, and people start there, and people are just loading up, and yeah. they're trying to buy everything. Darth Maul. Yeah. They're trying to buy everything. Obi-Wan. Yeah. And, and well, R2-D. Gotta... It was just, it was wild. And so yeah. next thing you know, they got to the end of the video, and guys are coming through like, oh, man, they're already out of, they're already out of Darth Maul's. <laughs> And I was like, oh, man, and hearing people like, hey, if you had a message for George Lucas, what would it be? Thanks, man. You're the best. These <laughs> movies are going to be the best thing in the world. It's going to yeah. change everything. People are like so genuinely excited. Yeah, dude. You it's, know, it's, like, kind of it's literally I was reading this article. Of Chris Columbus, the director of Home Alone, was talking about when when they first screened Home Alone 2, like the preview screening when Donald Trump showed up, the entire crowd cheered. Like, like, you know, over time, sometimes opinions change of people. And uh, it's in the, the arc of George Lucas and his relationship with Star Wars fans is so interesting to me because a week dude. before the Phantom Menace came out. Dude, he couldn't do any wrong. He was a modern day messiah. <laughs> he was walking on water, man. He totally was. Yeah. Because he could do no wrong. Right. He absolutely could. People forgot about Ewoks. People loved Ewoks by yeah. that point. People were kind of over it. And then Phantom Menace happened. And yeah, it was divisive. And then all the prequels happened. And again, they were divisive. But I find the prequels are still less 
divisive to you know i i would say because i think people have people have come back around and can't come to appreciate them so there's there's a lot of moving parts to talk about it we probably need to dedicate an entire episode to talking about midnight man madness i want to review people's experiences oh, dude, and, and we will because there's we some will, great ones because there's, there's some, some really i i please go to youtube there's so many of these videos and it's like the the interviews with the people who like work at toys r us like we've been setting up these toys all day oh, yeah and, like even the ones where they have like the official news there and they're just like <laughs> and we're here to talk to the fans who've been here since 5 p.m this morning and it's like, always this like this this is a uh, Daryl. Now, Daryl, you're a big Star Wars fan. Uh, yeah, I like Star Wars. Uh, now, why are you here? Uh, I just, I, I kind of want to get all the toys. Like, you know, all their heads are like, we're paying for our kids' college with these college, bad yeah, boys. Like, <laughs> absolutely. And I love how they're just like, yeah, they're just like, uh, I'm ex- yeah, they're all doing that same voice of like, oh, I can't wait. And, you know, my buddy's coming. And, you know, <laughs> and we got a plan. And I love hearing the guys that have like a plan. They put a plan and then together. they talk about their plan. Dude. Like right with the guy next to him. Like, Here's the thing. Fanboys is a great movie. The story of the, the four young men traveling across <laughs> the country to, to, to watch the steal a copy of The Phantom Menace. I want to see a fanboys, the, the rogue one of fanboys about a different group of people who are trying to make their plan to go to Midnight Madness. That's the movie I want to see. <laughs> dude, I think we should just write it. We should just make it. I'm getting every fucking Darth Maul they have, dude. I swear to God. Um, but anyways, yes. Star Wars fans. Ryan, let me ask you this, and then I want to... Uh, uh, we got to do our comments before we wrap up. Um, right. When the special editions first came out, because you're a couple years older than me, you might have even better uh, memory of this. Oh, I remember them very, very, very well. Now, were 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 there any? Was there hesitation about the prequels based on the changes that were made in the special editions, or did people kind of just chalk that up to like, hey, whatever, not my thing, or I love them, or, or what? What was that all about? People seem to be a little calmer about the changes. I think where people, people were just, just like, calmer well, in general 25 years yeah, ago. Yeah, the 90s, everyone didn't give a shit, right? Right. We were too busy listening to Nirvana and just <laughs> being angsty for no reason. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like the 90s was like, a, you know, and trying to, and watching Jerry Springer and Howard Stern. Like everything was, everything was so different in the 90s, right? Yeah. That's why shock jocks existed because we didn't give a shit. Right. Shock jocks, right? Jerry Springer, Howard Stern, WWE. Right. Or yeah, all that stuff. Attitude like we just Era, didn't, South Park, we, Limp Biscuit. Yeah, like no one gave a shit about anything or anybody. So it was kind of like you make a change, like adding adding a a CG Jabba the Hutt that's not we're not quite there yet, even though people seem to think we were. Right. Like, oh, Jurassic Park was awesome, <laughs> so we're ready. Right. We're ready to go full digital, and and it wasn't. But at the time, it was kind of like, oh, this is exciting and kind of new. And not thinking anything of it, that this was going to be a thing that happened every five years they re-released Star Wars, right? right? Like, So to us, it was just kind of like, this is cool. And I really love Star Wars. So I'm just excited. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> right? And right, even, right. And even when I left Return of the Jedi, here's the best part about Return of the Jedi. If you went opening night, you got a theater edition Luke Skywalker. Okay. Uh, which I have on card at my parents' place. Who still have it on display. Christ. You saw Jedi in theaters? No, 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 no. Just the theater. Not the the special edition. The theater edition. The theater edition toy. Okay. Of Luke Skywalker. Gotcha, gotcha. I I was all backwards. 
So you're talking about, okay, the special edition they, Return of the Jedi. There you go. The special edition Return of the Jedi. If you went opening night, you got a special edition Luke Skywalker right. action figure. Gotcha. Right? So, okay. you, you know, you got those. And then I remember leaving and just kind of being like, yeah, that was awesome because Ewoks and Jabba the Hutt and Return of the Jedi. And we got, and even though like was kind of like, ugh. And that's the first time I ever watched Star Wars. It kind of went, mm. <laughs> Because I didn't like the new band, and I know Abby, I know you're, I know Abigail Gardner. I know she loves that scene. Right, she right. said it. Uh, but I remember just being like, "Man, that's so Looney Tunes." Right. It's almost like too much. Right. Like, right? They almost like went too far with the went a little too far. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, but I mean, it was like fine, like watching like Boba Fett like scoring chicks and all that kind of stuff <laughs> right, in the right. background. Like it was all kind of fun, and then. Uh, but when we left the theater, I remember my friends and I talking more about, uh, the scene of Coruscant, seeing Coruscant for the first time Yeah. and them tearing down that statue of the emperor. And us just, everyone being like, holy shit, was that Coruscant? Right. right? And then the, the, the monopoly came out and the boardwalk and park place, like those were Coruscant locations. And it was like, is that what we're going to get in the prequels? Is that what's coming? Right. Cause you know, he only announced the prequels right in the when the THX movies came out, right. because they had those interviews with George Lucas before each film, he's like, "I love well, those you know, interviews. Oh, uh, I love them. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do uh, episodes uh, one, two, and three, and uh, they're gonna be really good. And I'm I'm really excited. I'm gonna write gonna them longhand with this pencil here. Yeah, he probably did, right? Yeah. And so, and I remember that being our first word of getting new Star Wars. So then right. to have the THX ones come out, hearing that interview. Then you have the new toys are coming out, those new Power of the Force. Mm-hmm. Then the special editions getting re-released. It was like super exciting because like they all call up the dark times and having no toys and whatever. And like, and I'll be honest, like even as a little little kid, I think I don't like I had Darth Vader and Ewoks. Like that's what I had. Right. right? Yeah. I mean, Dar- the the hype. You can't if you weren't there. You cannot. Like the Force Awakens hype was huge. Did not yep. compare to Phantom Menace. To me, like that Phantom Menace hype, reading Toy Fair magazine, seeing that first, uh, uh, I think actually Troy Benjamin, uh, star of Midnight Mando, uh, was talking about it. Was it on the cross rip this week? He was talking about the the the, the first Phantom Menace, the the battle droid preview figure. And I also yeah. had, a, yep. I have the, the Mace Windu still in box. And that's one of my favorite figures that I own. Dude, they're great. They're great. Because it was just like. I love them. These are the first toys for a new Star Wars movie. Does this, do you understand why this is the most important thing that's ever happened to me besides Jay and Silent Bob? Because that's who I was in 1998. I was like, there are Star Wars and Jay and Silent Bob are the most important things in the world. Dude, that is totally true. When you say it's also Jay and Silent Bob, when I think about high school, my last two years of high school, it was like, no one really gave a shit about me in high school because I was just that. (laughs) That dork who wasn't banned and read comics and he's loud and whatever and didn't give a shit about people. Yeah. Because I really didn't. I didn't give a shit. I was just me. Yeah. And then... Uh, none of those people have then, podcasts. You know what they have? Yeah, Ten dude, kids. None of, none of those people... I don't even know if they even exist. So anyways, they... Uh, <laughs> they're just made up. The... Uh, uh, you know, I got... And then I watched uh, Mall Rats. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of funny. And I kind of let off to some people like, oh, dude, you got to watch Mallrats. Right. 
And then they did, and all of a sudden, boom, everyone's talking about Jay and Silent Bob. All yep. of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, now I get Ryan with the Star Wars references right. and the comic books, right? Because right? of Brody, and Brody made me some... He didn't make me cool, but he made me somewhat more accepted. Well, because at the end of the day, um, Brody read comics, was obsessed with Star Wars, loved buying bootleg Godzilla movies at the flea market, but he also... Yeah, the- was dating Shannon Dordery, Dordery and she's hot. And, and like, I was like, dude, he's having sex too. This is, this is great. I want to be Brody. Yeah, I think that's what it was like. Because, you know, even like by that time too, you know, like here's the, here I am, this small town kid, girlfriend that lives in the city. So dating the city girl, right? <laughs> Reads comics, talks about Star Wars all the time and says loud perverted shit out of nowhere you're randomly brody. in the middle of you're class brody. yeah like, i love that i was brody i was 100 percent brody and it's like and still to this day i i like i watched mall rats this week which i find it so funny that we're even bringing it up <laughs> and i was like and i could just sing along to that movie oh, i yeah. could leave you just know every word go downstairs like go downstairs go grab a soda or something like that come back upstairs and just be like i know exactly where i left off like i could just <laughs> like yeah. i was already hearing it when i left and came back was, right like I mean, is there anything like, more relatable than waking up at two in the afternoon and immediately looking for your Sega controller? Oh, like, dude! <laughs> the Hartford? The Whale? The Whale? They only beat Vancouver maybe once, twice in a lifetime. <laughs> so, it's so right? weirdly Canadian, too. I love it. Yeah, um, so much fun. Well, listen, these are some fun topics that we've covered tonight. I, I said I didn't know if we had an hour in us, and we're at an hour 08. So, oh, um, then let's read some things so that people can get on with their day and get ready for midnight Mando on Friday. Yeah. We should talk about that real quick. Listen, if this is your first time (laughs) joining us for toy anxiety, uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel. We are doing midnight Mando every Friday night, midnight Eastern, uh, 9 PM Pacific. We recap and review the entire episode that is released that day. Troy Benjamin from the Ghostbusters interdimensional crossrip joins us. It's live on YouTube. We've got a great fun chat going on. And uh, it's it's really been so much fun. I really enjoy doing that. Um, and uh, obviously, Toy Anxiety. And yes, have some podcasts. Uh, subscribe. Find us on your podcast app or here on YouTube. And uh, like I said, leave a comment. I want to know who your favorite Street Fighter character is and why. That's the question I'm asking this week. Um, and uh, by the way, I, like 10 times in this episode, I was like, oh, we're going to have to do a full episode about this. Full episode. Well, let's write these things down so we can do those full episodes. <laughs> Dude, it's just going to come down to, we're just going to, when Midnight Mando ends, we'll do just a couple Star Wars specific. Of course. You know, yeah. I want to do a Midnight Madness. I, I could, every Friday night at midnight, join us as we talk about what it must have been like to buy those Phantom Menace toys at midnight. Although I think I probably did. Like, I don't, I definitely bought them week one. I don't know if I was there Dude, at midnight. When we do that episode, I will have stories and it will be. So much fun. Battle, I, I can, battle stories. Oh, I love dude, it. and again, to, we're going to go back to my parents' place again quickly. Because yeah. at my parents' place, I've got like that. Do you remember the Darth Maul bank? Oh, yeah, of course. Where you press the buttons and he like, chunk, 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 right? Yeah. <laughs> dude, great. totally got that. The thing's love like, that. I got so much Phantom Menace stuff at my parents' place and I love it. Um, that's why i don't like to take it back with me because i like going back to my parents place seeing it it's like i died in 1999 <laughs> and they left my room the same way so oh i love my god it. i love that hey listen <laughs> um we're gonna move on to our final segment this is a a very popular segment here at toy anxiety where we scour the internet 
the message boards, the Facebook groups, the Instagram threads for some of our favorite commentary on things toy related. And uh, we like to have a lot of fun with this. Ryan, do you have any comments lined up this week? I do. This one's on Dan Yun's Twitter account. Dan Yun is part of the Marvel Legends marketing team. You see him on Fan Fridays and all hold, that. He hold posted... on one second. I've got I've got an intruder. What are you looking for? I need a phone charger. <laughs> Abigail has. It's right there. It's right. Where did Playboy come from? <laughs> 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 Can Very you make sure she doesn't drop it in the tub? Thank you. There you go. I can Abby couldn't join us tonight. My toy anxiety. I love you. It's my birthday Friday. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dan Young, he is a Marvel Legends. Uh, uh, he's on the team there. He's one of the heads of the Marvel Legends team over at Hasbro. And I think we're right. going to need a little bit of emotional piano music to read these comments. What do you think? <laughs> sure. Let Here me know when go. it's ready. Okay. So he posts a foot. To put a little perspective on here, he posts a picture of two comic books, one of Excalibur, one of Defenders. Okay. This person posted, uh, a comic. That's a much better idea than the brick I threw through the window with a Make Rachel Gray and Shadowcat note wrapped around it. God damn. <laughs> I don't even think I understand that. Well, give me context. What does any of that mean? Because <laughs> someone he <clears throat> he because Danyan posted the picture of the two comics, yeah, saying looks like somebody's giving me a hint, okay, of what we should make next, right? Okay, gotcha. Which had him go, that's much better idea than the brick <laughs> I threw through your window. <laughs> that's and I funny. Found that re- I found it really relatable. <laughs> well, it's in jest, but also these toy collectors, like I, I, I. Uh... God forbid somebody's address should get out. We don't need anybody showing up at any of these toy designers. <laughs> like, could you oh my like, God! Could you imagine? Rogue? Where's my rogue Dude, figure? They would have that. to go in like, what is that called? Witness protection, like they have to... <laughs> like the mafia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, do do you have another one, or should I do? Mine? That was my do yours. Okay, so. For context, this one was sent to us by listener and friend of the show, Brock Parker. And uh, here we go. This is from Twitter. Get my music going. At Xbox, at Microsoft, at GameStop, at Best Buy, at Walmart. I just want to thank each of you for making this the most insanely infuriating experience. Trying to get a new console on launch day. Second tweet. Unfortunately, I was unable to be near a computer to pre-order on the initial day. And on top of now bots scouring the online, only available products of release day. Needless to say, I am so severely salty after today's experience. Tweet number three. I know I'm a drop in the bucket in the vast sea of consumers. But damn it, I've got to vent. <laughs> Author. All right, and I got one Wait, more. Do we reveal that that was a? You know, I'm not going to throw him under the bus, but listen, you might know who tweeted it. I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, it, I should All we right. analyze the the my favorite part was uh, 
I was unable to be near a computer to pre-order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't find a I computer. Know. It sucks. Everybody, I, Listen, I was able to get a PS5. It was very... The PS5 Xbox launch, it was crazy. Just crazy. I think my, my, my whole year of toy buying prepared me for my PS5 purchase but god damn it see i usually wait for those anyways because there's usually like little glitches and things that don't work yeah yeah big updates that come so i usually right. kind of wait a few months before god, I get a that's system, something but... okay that's a spirit pack thing to say but okay <laughs> oh wow really no 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 that's like the equivalent... <laughs> no that would be like me being like i'm never gonna buy a ps5 why would i buy a ps5 when a PlayStation 3 is just as good. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're right. Come I on, can walk around that... Dragon Con with a PS3 on my back and get just as much attention as you with a PS5 yeah. on your back. Why would I buy a Star Wars Black Series when a five-point articulated... Sorry. <laughs> 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 no, I don't want to diss those collectors. No, they're no. Really they're hard had, to they're having a tough week. Online. It's tough for everybody. 2020 is rough on the, on, on everybody. But especially yeah, those guys. Are, I feel bad. I do feel kind of bad for them. Okay, here's another one for. Right. Here's another one for Dan. Okay. Ha, oh, wait, wait, hi, wait, wait, Dan. wait, We got to get the music going. Oh. I love the music. It adds such a, an effect. There you go. Hi, Dan. You may already be aware, but the Retro Rogue plus Gambit sold out quick on Target Online. Many people reported to have ordered multiple. Many of us not able to pre-order at all and are worried we're not able to get them at all just want to voice my concern <laughs> oh god <laughs> i love that the guy's the brand manager for the entire marvel you may be aware of i don't know if yeah. you saw what's happening yeah. over at target yeah it's like dude i'm sure he hears about it every five seconds yeah <laughs> um so here we got uh, Hasbro announced that this Friday they're doing Fan First Friday for G.I. Joe, which I am actually excited about. Um, oh, right. I saw... Hold on. I dropped an accessory. Oh. <laughs> it was on the ground. I can't wait to it's, match up which finger it goes with. I think it's a... It goes with Storm the Stormtrooper. It's a blaster. It's a blaster. God, we're nerds. Um, Must go blaster. <laughs> Must go blaster. <laughs> <laughs> Musco Blaster. Dude, Musco that's got to be a Toy Anxiety shirt. Musco Blaster. <laughs> Musco Blaster. Musco Blaster. Musco Blaster. Um, so Hasbro announced uh, G.I. Joe Fan First Friday coming up. Uh, for some reason, Super 7 said there's going to be something special to look out for. I was racking my brain trying to figure out. Listen, Hasbro has now licensed out Power Rangers to Super 7 for reaction figures, but there's no way that super seven is going to do GI Joe reaction figures because GI Joe figures are reaction figures. Like that would just be retro (laughs) GI Joe's. So, um, it'll be interesting to see if they announce something with super seven. I think they will. Cause I mean, if they're doing it with like weird, like things that don't even fit reaction, like turtles, for instance, right. I could see them doing, I could see them doing something. Well, Something like that. Either way, we got some good comments on the thread. Let's go. This is from Instagram. Listen. (laughs) I can't wait for new Target exclusives to be revealed, only to become eBay exclusives for five times the price. 
shaking my head. <laughs> hey, he's right, by the way. That's going right. to happen. Um, Let me find another one. probably sucks to work for hasbro to deal with the shit all day oh dude oh boy all these like 30 to 40 year old men more figures that will only be seen on shelves once and never again <laughs> should i try to find another one while i got the music going yeah let's yeah do it there's some positive ones though i don't want to read those everybody no, wants shipwreck These are so lame. Hold on. I'm about to vent for a second. Okay. If you see this thread and all you can come up with is great. Another missed opportunity when I'm going to have to pay three times. Bullshit. I've gotten every classified figure and I paid retail price. I had to take a lot of time off work and sell a couple <laughs> kidneys and uh, not even mine. I sold some other people's kidneys, but I was able to get Scarlet and Roadblock and the whole gang. Uh, just kidding. Yeah. It was hard. It was very hard to be a G.I. Joe collector right now. Yeah, I little does it. everyone know when Abby goes and takes a bath, it's a bath in ice because she's had a kidney removed. Hey, man, if you can't <laughs> remove your wife's kidney and score an exclusive Cobra Commander, go, go figure out another thing. One more, then we'll call it a night. Get the music. Dead the out. new line stinks. I want a classic line. <laughs> Did he type out the word stinks? Yeah, and then put a thumbs down emoji. The new line stinks. Dude, who thumbs says down stinks? Emoji. That's the dumbest word. Like... Yeah, man, this guy can suck an egg. No, it can suck. It can blow. You can say a million things, but if you're coming up, if you're dropping stinks, you don't deserve any GI. You're not. You're not even. You. You can't. You know. <laughs> you go stinks. Yeah. yeah, if you're saying stinks, you don't deserve the toys that you want. <laughs> you don't. Stinks is stupid. I'm anti-stinks. I always have been. Oh my god. Anyways, that's some fun stuff. Uh, hopefully, it'll be. I don't know. Hopefully it'll be Lady J. I want to see these nerds geek, like, lose their shit over another female Target exclusive. I mean, most of the stuff they announce on Hasbro Pulse, like Fan First Friday, they're, they're going to be available at Pulse that day. And they'll, Right. Uh, but Pulse, they sell out pretty quick. They I mean, sell out on Pulse very quickly, but usually the ones that are on Pulse, you can also, unless they're just a Pulse exclusive, you can usually get those on Amazon, Big Bad Toy Store, things like that. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if you can't, and Lady J turns out to be a Target exclusive, which I bet you she will be if they <laughs> announce her tomorrow, she's going to have the best sculpted cleavage of any toy. Oh, yeah? I, I think will so? guarantee it. Uh, yep, I guarantee it. <laughs> And she's going to be a Target exclusive. Oh, my. And the nerds are going to lose their shit. I that's love it. my prediction for tomorrow or this Friday's Fan First Friday. Well, that's your prediction. And my prediction is Stinks sucks. Get rid of Stinks. If you're saying that, if you're typing that out, I've always been, I hate it. It's just something about that word I just don't love. Like that, Foot Stinks? That's on the side of the uh, party wagon? That, even that, I'm like, guys. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I don't like it. I, I may go to a therapist and figure out why I'm having so much uh, of a problem. Uh, because, with oh, I know why, but we're not going to get into that here. We're going to get into that in another chat. <laughs> gonna... Oh, my God. <laughs> this was fun. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Ryan Dole, any final words? Um, I think 
Ray Palpatine is the best. That is a lie. Bye, everybody. Well, good night. <laughs> Hold on. There we go. There we go.